Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, 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 welcome to BBOS Season 2, Episode 13. I have a guest whose credo is, I'm good with wood, and he is. As a youngster, he was always intrigued by the creative side of the construction of homes, barns, silos, sheds, and has a fascination with tools as well. As an adult, he has created a unique business that brings his artistry to life. He helps people create, recreate, repurpose, or redesign pretty much anything. Please welcome Endless Empire owner Ben Smith to the show. Hey, Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. All right, so you are in Utah, and what's the weather looking like there? Oh, it's still a lot of snow. We got a foot and a half of snow still. What is the day? Oh, gosh. It's like the 24th of March. 23rd or 4th, right? In 23rd, that range. 24th, and yeah, I still have snow. <laughs> yeah, I still feel like it's oh, winter. Man. Yeah, it's pretty warm here in Columbus, Georgia. All right, I would love to jump into this and... Let everybody know. Well, first off, we linked up through TikTok. I kind of saw some of your stuff and boom, I was interested, then got on your website and was absolutely blown away. Then you and I certainly have had conversations and you sent me a ton of pictures of just all the incredible work that you do. It really is unbelievable. The level of your work and the quality is just phenomenal. But I think what people always want to know, and certainly I'll put all the links in here for everybody to look and we'll put some pictures in as well. But people always want to know how in the world did you get started? So maybe you could kind of give us a little backstory into your beginning. How it got started is a, a very, very long story if you want to go that deep. Basically, what I'm known for is upcycling. Okay. I became an artist in, in upcycling because I'm dyslexic. I learned things different than a lot of people did. And I can look at things and I can pick them up and I can say, I can, I can make this out of that. I can do pretty much anything. I actually do not even have a high school education. I actually dropped out okay. of high school because I was embarrassed because I couldn't read, I couldn't spell, I couldn't write. But dyslexic people have gifts where they can see other dimensions. They can see a finished product like like that. Like they're mechanics, they're electricians, they're artists, they're like Thomas Edison and uh, Albert Einstein. They're both dyslexic people. You know, we have a learning disability, but it's a power in itself. So the way that it all started for me, technically, is I've always been in a carpentry trade, but uh, I went through a divorce. I lost everything. I ended up having to just find ways to create a life for myself with what I could afford. And I turned to reclaim materials. And by turning to reclaim materials, I was able to build things for pretty much nothing. It was all free stuff. When I started building this place I'm in right now, I started on uh, Stone Coat Countertops Epoxy group page. And that group page was a really big group page at 66,000 followers, I believe, at the time. And they ended up wanting to see when I was doing my countertop that's around me, they wanted to see everything in the background because they saw everything that I was doing when I was doing epoxy. <laughs> They kept asking for more and more and more. Well, I started getting in fights with people because I started posting my railing, pretty much everything, my hardwood floor, my ceiling, nothing that had to do with epoxy. 
And uh, it forced me into getting a group page of my own because it was starting controversy, which if you know me, <laughs> I'm the center of controversy <laughs> all the time because, because I'm always... I'm always doing things so far out of the box that people just, they either love it or they just can't wrap their head around it. So that's how I got started in all that. I love that. It's interesting, okay, because I really didn't know any of that story. And as an educator my whole life, I spent my whole life in education and dealing with a lot of different people that maybe had garden variety, dyslexia, a lot of different things. And I mean, a lot of these kids were just geniuses. You're right. They do see things very differently. And it's a processing thing and it's a gift, you know, and it's funny because I had maybe a little dabbling into that. You know, I used to make these kids, these little boxes for Mother's Day and I'd take a little wood box, which you probably can relate to this. And I'd do that poly resin and put a picture in it. And back in the old days, I didn't have like a little, uh, I don't know, I used a pastry torch, but, you know, I'd be blowing on there to get the bubbles out, you know, and uh, (laughs) took some work. But parents didn't know it was a labor of love, but it's a little craft and it was, you know, just out of these 20 cent boxes and it turned into a beautiful gift. But being able to take an idea like that and put it together and do what you do with it is just flat out amazing. Like, and I've looked at a lot of that epoxy stuff and I think that's a pretty cool deal too. I don't know as much about it, but just having a little dabbling in it, I know it's a pretty cool work. It's a neat thing to do and it makes lifelong stuff, obviously, last forever. Yeah, But uh, I hope we can show some of the pictures. Is there something that you're proudest of, would you say, at this writing? Something that I'm proud of? The proudest of. Is there something that you've created that's like your number one? That is a loaded question. (laughs) I've got got so much I've, I've created. I didn't actually send you a picture of this, but it's actually my off grid hot tub. Okay. My off-grid hot tub I made by myself. It's a hundred percent homemade. It's wood fired. Wow. It's it's two watering troughs, a six foot set on top of a four foot. It's got the most epic view as far as I'm concerned in yeah. America from where it's sitting. But uh that is probably by far my favorite. My second favorite would probably be my railroad track chain railing. It stirs up a lot yeah, of controversy cool. because people don't think it's uh, code compliant, which I'm a builder. Really? Yeah, a lot of people don't think it's code compliant because they look at it and they, they just automatically assume it's not because it's so different. But I'm a licensed yeah. general contractor. This house I built went through every inspection stage required to get an occupancy. So their arguments are pretty much mute, but they still want to be stubborn and yeah. And beat me up a little bit over it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Ben. You're such a great guy. I'm like, why would anybody want to beat you up? I, I don't get that. All right. So I want to see, hopefully we can get a picture in picture of that hot tub. That sounds extremely cool. I can't wait to see that. I don't remember seeing that one. Maybe I don't, th- I don't think I sent you a picture of that. Okay. Yeah. I don't recall seeing that. So maybe you can shoot me a picture of that. All right. So tell me about, there was a contest that you entered. You were going to share a little bit about a contest, maybe a special contest? Well, the contest I entered, it came across a Facebook group page, and I've been trying to figure out a way to build my main building because when I bought this property that I live on, my credit went downhill so bad to uh, the divorce and the courts and everything. I lost my credit score. I ended up doing owner finance. I financed the land for three years, paid, paid for it through then. 
I couldn't build until I had to pay it off. So by the time I had to pay it off, I built the guest house I'm living in, the small building, to build the main building first. And this guest house was always going to be like an Airbnb, but I just wanted to stop renting. I just didn't want to waste any more money. So I lived on the property. But when I pulled the permit, that was 2018, late 2018. And material was not super expensive then. I could afford to actually do what I'm doing now. But anyway, it got so far out of hand, I couldn't afford to build the main building now because lumber is 700% inflated. Yeah, inflation is horrible, horrible. 700. Actually, I think it's closer to 800% now, but. Yeah. But anyway, I see this Facebook on Facebook. It says, are you handy? DIY hero contest. It says, are you handy? So kind of, I think that's me. So I entered. That's understated, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I entered it. I entered it. If I win, I end up getting uh, $25,000 if I win the contest. And I get a two-page article in Maker's Magazine uh, pretty much talking about me and what I'm doing. So I'm like, well, that's kind of a no-brainer to enter this contest at this point. So I entered it, and I've been in first place. Well, I fell into second place for about two hours. But I've been in first place pretty much the entire time. When does the contest end? It actually ends uh, mid-May. Mid-May. So this is something we could list and people can vote on this as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's something we can put in. Okay. Yeah. It's a process of elimination. There's several stages. So I'm first okay. 50 right now in my group. The next stage is first 15. The next stage is first of 10. The next stage is first of five, then the semifinals, and then the finals. I think I'm competing against probably 20,000 people. Wow. Wow. Well, hey, you know what? With what you're doing, wouldn't surprise me if you won, not even a bit. <laughs> I mean, cool stuff. Cool stuff. No, thank you. All right. You told me, you said, hey, I'm kind of a you know, have been a little bit of an introvert and maybe not necessarily a person who wanted to just put their personal stuff out there. But you've blown up on TikTok and I know you've done a lot of, you know, I've jumped in when I've seen you do some lives with people, which I think you just do a phenomenal job with all that. So maybe you could share a little bit about that and kind of how it got boosted up. When I started from Stone Coat Countertops, where I was talking about where I started my own group page, I didn't do live. I didn't do anything about myself. I just did pictures. I was afraid to be in the camera. I've always been a shy person. I could not stand the spotlight on me. But uh, basically what happened is I reported Mark Zuckerberg for domestic <laughs> terrorism. And he started censoring me on Facebook. And he pretty much, he pretty much, <laughs> he pretty much muted me. So I started looking for <laughs> other alternatives. And what had happened is... I found TikTok and I just played around with it for, for a minute and I started posting some things. I didn't expect it to take off and I hid behind the camera, but I showed my work and people got kind of tired of seeing everything that I did. And they're like, who is this masked man? And then uh, like, well, they want to see who I am. So I started turning the camera on my face and that pretty much is where Everything put me in the spotlight where people could recognize me. Like, I'm identifiable now. I'm, I'm branded. I got brands everywhere. So 
Yeah, your brand is cool. Your brand is cool. And you have some cool merchandise, too. I checked out all the stuff. I mean, you have some very cool stuff on there. I like the Credo. <laughs> the Credo is nice. Yeah, we're trying to expand a little bit farther. We're doing women's wear. We're doing car accessories. Pretty much going to try to hit everything. Coffee mugs, t-shirts, hats. Yeah. And actually, my biggest goal is to find a tool line. Like to get my logo okay. put on tape measures and hammers. And that's where I'd like yeah. to take it. Yeah, I could see that. Where do you see it all heading? That's definitely where I would take it. That's where okay. I'd really okay. like to take it. I'm looking for sponsors now, but I've got a pretty good reputation. I think I could actually push a tool line if I go a little bit farther. I could see that. You do a lot of the TikTok live. I would say you're certainly in front of the canvas now. How does that impact your life? What's the, the level of contact you get at this writing? Oh, TikTok has exploded my life. A lot of people look at TikTok and, and they hear you can monetize. They hear you can make money doing TikTok yeah. videos and stuff. Well, let me just end it right there. If you plan on getting rich on TikTok, <laughs> it's never going to happen. It's never going <laughs> to happen. They will pay you to do TikTok, but you'll make maybe... When I had 200,000 followers and I was monetized, my highest payday was $14. My <laughs> average was $5. That was it. That, that won't was, even get me one, one whiskey. <laughs> that was at 200,000 followers. You can monetize at 10,000. Wow. When I monetized at 10,000, I got all excited. And like, finally, I'm monetized. I can get paid for my social media. And I was making about yeah. 15 cents a day. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, I'm not monetized on there. <laughs> yeah. Or the podcast for that matter, but I'm not looking for it quite yet. But what TikTok can do for you is give you a giant amount of exposure. And that's what it's doing for me. And because of TikTok, I now am in a position, I travel all of the United States. In fact, we just added Alaska, wow. which a client oh, wow. hired me to go build a crane bin uh, guest home, one bedroom, one bath, mm -hmm. just a bedroom and a bath. That's just something to sleep in and something to shower. Right. And there's not a kitchenette. There's a lodge next to it. So they're flying me in there, all paid expense. And I come home with money as well. And this place is so remote. Like this place is so remote that I am flying in on a pontoon plane and landing on the water. I've That's never, cool. <laughs> I never thought I'd be in that kind of a position where I would reach that far. And it's all because of social media. Well, I see, that's what's cool, you know, because you have obviously this incredible gift. You're so talented. And now the word has spread because you think about that, like, how do you get business? Because you are in a largely remote area, if I'm not mistaken. You think about it. How does somebody get business? You know, how do they advertise? And that's a free means of advertisement, which is great. It's pretty cool that it's expanded your business to that level of travel. Yeah. It, it's a, when you say largely remote, I'm trying to figure out, is a largely or tinyly, tinyly remote? <laughs> like, like, like where I live. Oh, that, well, that's right. You said it's kind of a resort area it, part of the year, right? It's large, but it's small at the same time. Where I live, there's about 660 people that actually live here full time. And Ooh, uh, it's wow. a vacation town, but there's a ton of homes around us and it's 
millionaires that own all these vacation homes around. Like my next door neighbor right next door has got a $2 million home. I didn't pay that, but that's what <laughs> they paid. <laughs> Does the main home get rented out or no? I feel like I saw something on the website to that effect. Yeah. So this house I'm in right now is a guest house. It's uh, okay. one bedroom, one okay. bath. It's basically like a honeymoon suite because it's a theme. You've seen it. Is It's very unique for a couple. It's very. not for a family. Yeah. And the barn yeah. that I'm building with the two grain bins, it's going to be a reclaimed barn. It's going to look like it's 150 years old. It's going to look like it turned the yeah. grain bins into living space. And that's mainly going to be an event center for family reunions, for weddings. And I'm going to throw some concerts in it. So that's where I'm focusing is renting on large crowds that will come but leave okay at the same time but there would there'll be small spaces where people can actually stay yeah because what you're in is i mean that's an experience to get to stay in a place like that obviously yeah which is cool that's what i'm trying to provide yeah i mean and i can't wait to show the pictures of all this because people will just be blown away it's interesting because like my base has expanded and hopefully we get you a ton more exposure. And, you know, I know when we put the pictures out there, people are just going to be, eyes will be like saucers because it's so damn cool. I mean, you just do some incredible work. Highly impressive. Highly impressive. Just observation, you know, watching you on TikTok, just a really nice guy on top of that. So your story is compelling to me in many ways because obviously you overcame some obstacles and adversity. You know, I'm a product of a little bit of divorce myself, you know, I'm 0 and 2, so I don't know what that means. I don't know if I should drink to the head or not, but, you know, divorce is tough on people and it can create some strife and whatnot. But obviously you came out on the other side of it doing extraordinarily well. And that's quite laudable in my opinion. When you say extraordinarily well, (laughs) a lot of people, when they watch me on TikTok, and this is what frustrates me, is a lot of people watch me on TikTok and they're like, oh man, it must be nice to be rich. They constantly throw that wealthy number at me. Like why I am so successful is because I'm wealthy. No, I live paycheck to paycheck, just like everybody else. I've got a GoFundMe page to help me buy the lumber. I entered this contest to win to help me buy the lumber. If I was wealthy, I would just get it done. I've I've been working on this place for seven years. Most people do not try to build a property in seven years of time. And that's, and that's so far about how far I'm invested into this. Well, it's funny that you make that comment because, and certainly um, no implication on the wealth side, but when I think about you doing well, I think about just doing what you love. Because quite frankly, for my whole life, I was a teacher and I made absolutely nothing. I literally took nothing home. My mother always said, you get your rewards in heaven. I said, hell, that's a 50-50 proposition. I may not be going, but you know, it's, uh, I'm not a person who lives high, but what I do know is when you love what you do, which I think is highly evident by the way you talk about it, that's half of what living well is about. You know, it's not always about the money. I'm not in my opinion anyway. Yeah. I'm actually extremely successful because of the talent that I have. That's where all my success comes from. And, and by the time I built all this and when I'm done, the the fortune that I have financially is actually pretty high, but it's a struggle to get there just like anybody else. Eventually I'll get there, but it wasn't because I had a financial backing behind me. 
to get me to where I'm at yeah. is, is because of determination, skill, and and motivation. Yep, hard work. There's no substitute, is there? No. No substitute. That's what's gotten me through life. You know, I'm a military vet. I've, of course, worked as a teacher for many years. I was in the pharmaceutical industry. And honestly, the only thing that ever made me successful was just working hard. That's it. I think a lot of people can go out and do something and it's what you put into it passion-wise that really shows and counts. And you're a passionate guy. And I think that shows. I mean, I listen to you talk about your work. I get enthralled. I'm like, I really enjoy listening. And I certainly enjoy looking at your finished products as well. I mean, you're doing incredible work. It is a gift. It is solidly a gift. Well, heck, I want to get out there and see it. That's, that's step two. Maybe I can get out there and see it. I think what you do is pretty darn cool. I certainly appreciate you coming on the show. You're a talented man, and I do look forward to seeing what you create next. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the contest. Hopefully you win it. I'll do some what I can to promote it on my side of the equation. And uh, again, I appreciate you coming on. Cheers. Well, it's time for a refill. Join me for my next episode of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where I vow to keep it real and real interesting.